All right, everyone, welcome to another episode. And in this one, we're going to talk about focusing on one or two collections in the beginning and why that's going to give you a higher chance to actually multiply it um, as you're getting into this industry. And, and this, this applies both to beginners, I believe, uh, especially for beginners, but also to uh, more advanced people. And I see some very, very advanced people just focusing on a few collections. So we're going to talk about this today. Um, if you find this helpful, share with a friend, with someone that you believe will find helpful. And if you want to learn more about our networking groups, go to CryptoLaunch.com. All right. So why focus on a few collections instead of trying to freaking go there like, you know, a shotgun that shoots everywhere and try to like figure every single collection out? Well, let's, let's actually use that, that example, the sniper versus the shotgun. So if you take a look at the, at a shotgun, when you shoot, it's like tons of different bullets all over the place, right? And you can hit your target. But if you hit your target, it's not going to hit it like so strong, right? Uh, but so you might hit it, but not, but it might not do enough damage to kill, uh, the, the person or the animal or whatever you're shooting. And if you use a sniper, you're not going to shoot everywhere. But whatever you shoot is going to be very, very precise, a very, a very strong. It's most likely going to make a lot of damage. And that's something that I've been, um, preaching for years now, uh, since e-commerce, affiliate marketing, um, you know, for all the different things I've get, I've been involved in the past years. I, I believe focus is, is extremely, extremely powerful because in the end of the day, as humans, right? So, we, we have a limited amount of resources that we can invest towards, um, our goals, right? So let's say we have our body and inside our body, if, if we were to, de to, to define which resources are, are inside our physical body, you will notice that we have time, right? So we have the time that we live in this planet. Then we have the energy, um, because without energy, we, we cannot, we, we cannot do anything, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's very, very hard. I don't know if you guys, have felt like at some time of the day after you eat and you get a lot of work done and you just feel like sleepy and you don't have like the energy to do anything. And if you do it, it, it doesn't feel like, like so powerful, like compared to when you have energy. So energy is a thing or when you're tired and you have to do something, it's not the same as if you were energetic. So we have time, we have energy and, and also we have focus, right? Focus. Um, how many times have you felt that you have so many things in your head that you cannot even, you cannot even do anything, right? That you have, your head is crowded. It's like a computer with 10,000 tabs open and, and, and it just doesn't know where to be. So we have time. We have energy. We have focus. So when you are the sniper, you, you basically take all that time, take all that energy and take all that focus and put it in one single place and, and basically kind of like, um, compress all those resources and put them towards one single place. And it typically ends up giving you a way better outcome because you're able to invest these resources uh, more efficiently, right? So it, when, when you, I've been talking about this for business, for marketing, for e-commerce, for affiliate marketing, like where for e-commerce, I, I told people focus on, on a few niches once you figure them out, right? Like focus on a few niches or, or ideally one niche to build a brand. Um, for affiliate marketing, also focus on one niche and the diet niche and the skin niche and the muscle, but don't try to do the three of them because they're very different and they have different demographics and avatars and a different audience. And, um, if you're going to focus on fitness, right? It's not the same guy that it's not the same thing. The, the young guy that wants to build muscle 
than the older guy that just wants to get fit, right? He doesn't care about a six pack. He just wants to trim some fat off and it's a very different person. Anyways, for, for NFTs, and I believe uh, crypto is, is very similar as well. So what a lot of people do is they come to the crypto, to the crypto industry, more specifically the, the NFT industry, and they start seeing everyone getting rich by everyone getting rich, right? That's what they see on Twitter by minting new collections, by getting into all these collections, like chasing the money. Basically, they see them some money going uh, in front of them and they chase it. They see a shiny object, they chase it. And in the end of the day, you take a look at where they were, where those resources that they had went to. And they went to tons of different places, right? They went to this collection, sometime here, sometimes here, some, some money here, some money here. And, and all these resources that they have, they are spread, they're, they are spread thin everywhere. And it's just like the shotgun. They're being the shotgun. And this is because of social media and all the posts and all the hype and all the FOMO and all the opportunities to make money. And, and I, I think it's just normal for everyone to be like that in the beginning. Um, and this is why I'm recording this because I wanted to actually get another uh, perspective. But when I first started like into this, I was like that and I don't regret it because I saw what not to do. And I also saw different opportunities and where I wanted to focus my, my energy on and which collections I had to learn a little bit of everything. So it's important to be open minded. It's important to have that experience, but eventually you want to basically get focused, right? Um, now another thing is, it's very dangerous to be the shotgun while at the same time dropping ETH and spending money because you, you can be a shotgun with your time and with your focus. And, and I mean, in a way that's fine in the beginning because you figure out where you want to be. But if you're, if you're being a shotgun with your ETH, with your capital, it's going to run out and it can go to zero. And then there's no more resources, at least time and, and energy uh, and focus. We can, we can um, get them back. Like not time, but tomorrow we're going to have more time, right? But if you spend all your money today, tomorrow you won't have money. <laughs> or if we, if we run out of energy or focus today, we can get some more tomorrow. But if you, if you actually be, if you're the shotgun from the start, since the beginning, sorry, and you actually go ahead and deploy all your capital in as you're being the shotgun, then tomorrow you won't have capital. So even if you have time, energy and focus, you won't have money to execute. Okay. So. In the beginning, yes, I was being like, like the shotgun a little bit, but I was not deploying capital, right? I, I deployed very little capital, very little capital. So it didn't matter if I was a shotgun because I was learning, I was seeing where to focus, etc. And when I saw where I wanted to focus and I saw the collections, then I started deploying capital more ag aggressively because I felt more confident and I felt I knew a few, uh, um, a smaller amount of things in a deeper way, which increases my conviction and, and chances of getting results long-term. All right. So what I suggest you do is in the beginning, drop a little bit of capital, uh, assume that's going to go to zero. That way you can just focus on learning on getting uh, off on actually knowing the industry and then start taking a look at the different collections, different areas by investing some of these limited resources, time, energy, and focus, knowing that it might not be how you will follow through in the future. Like you're not going to be doing that forever. It's just in the beginning to learn what's available and how the, how the different options in the industry. But eventually you want to convert from the shotgun to the sniper and be precise in a few collections. 
one or two collections that you know very well, you know the team, the utility, you know the cycles. What I mean by the cycles is, you know, like like the floors. So it might be at a one ETH floor, it goes up to two ETH, two ETH is the all-time high, then you know it drops, typically it drops down by 60-70%, so you know that then that's a good buying point. So the cycles of the prices of the floor of the different NFTs, that's key to know because it allows you to see which is a good entry point and which is not a, a good entry point. Um, so the cycles, the theme, the utility, um, the volume, when there is good volume, when it becomes illiquid, also the offers, like how low do offers get accepted? Like, can you get offers accepted 20% under the floor, 25% under the floor, even 50% under the floor? Is that possible? And when does that happen? Does that, does that happen uh, when the collection becomes illiquid? When does it become illiquid? When all the other NFTs similar to that one become illiquid? So you know everything about the collection. And, and that way is very easy to actually make, uh, multiply ETH, which remember, that's the final outcome is to multiply ETH. It becomes easier because you know everything about the collection. Like, you know, when it's expensive, you know, when, and when it's expensive, you shouldn't buy, you know, when it's cheap and when it's cheap, you know that you should buy. And you know, when a specific trait or attribute of the collection is undervalued. So for example, if you see a hoodie, and you see that it's very cheap and typically hoodies are way more expensive, then you can send an offer for that, get it, and then sell it to the actual price that most hoodies are, are on, right? Um, so being a master of a few collections, I think it's a great strategy. And this doesn't mean like stop taking a look at everything else. Like you can, you can be aware of what's going on and, and see different collections and just be open minded. But really your main focus and your capital is going towards a few collections um, as you build up your capital. So the other day I saw a post on Twitter of a guy that multiplied like like it was he went from like one ETH to 150 ETH and he was saying that he did it uh, within one or two collections the most. And he was just learning everything about these two collections, um, the prices, the floor, uh, movement, the activity, the volume, the traits, the attributes. Uh, what the team was doing like he he knew everything about this collection so he knew for example if the collection uh was at one ETH right and then it went to two ETH and that was the all-time high and then it went down I don't know 70 percent 80 percent it went down to freaking 0.6 ETH he knew 0.6 was undervalued because he t- he knows that typically it drops like 70, 80%. So he knows 0.6. So what did he do? He, he just goes and freaking loads up on a lot of NFTs at 0.6 because he knows this is a good price based on all the experience and all the price history. Um, so he loads up at 0.6 and then it goes back up to 1.5 or maybe 1.8 and he sells. And then he knows that he, he is like, maybe reaching the all-time high so he chills and then he waits for it to go down and he knows it's probably gonna go down and when it's down he knows he can probably get it for 20 30 percent cheaper because he has seen offers getting accepted 20 30 percent cheaper so he is like the one that's always buying at a good price and always selling at a good price and it's not about timing the market exactly it's not about 
you know, like buying exactly like the cheapest, cheapest price available or selling at the perfect time in the top. But you, you can get a, a range, right? Based on the, on the preview, on your experience of what you've seen. Give you an example. There's, uh, someone on Twitter, punk, uh, punks OTC and punks OTC. All this account does, this person is like buy and sell crypto punks. And I, I, I have been following this person closely. Uh, their activity on the, on, on Larva Labs, seeing which punks they buy, which they sell. And I, I just see like this person really knows what, uh, he or she is doing. Like, let's assume he, he's a he, just so I don't have to say he and she or whatever. Basically, this person is like just buying the best crypto punks at the best prices, uh, when he sees them, right? So if he sees that a hoodie is undervalued, because typically they are 200 ETH and he sees that one is 160. He sends an offer for 150 and then he lists it for 180 and he makes a difference. And he's just been doing that. I, I think he spent like $60 million on punks or, or 60 or 50 or 60 and he's made like 80. So he's made a lot of money just buying and selling, but he's just focusing on that. He's not trading world of women, punks, curious. He's like just focusing on that. Now, of course that requires that requires um, more liquidity because they're freaking expensive, right? But you can do this in collections that are not that expensive. Like some people are trading Curio cards and they focus a lot on Curio cards. Some people are trading crypto skulls and, and then just, you know, getting 1.5 is profit here, 1.5 is profit there, 1.2 profit here, and then just building up their capital. And uh, I think that's a very smart move, both for intermediates, for beginners and, and for advanced because it's very hard to master a lot of collections. And I have a lot of people that tell me, Hey, have you seen this collection? Hey, have you seen it? What's your opinion on this? I don't know. Like most collections, I, I don't see them. Like I don't, I am not aware that they even exist. Like just the main ones that appear on, appear on Twitter. But sometimes people are like, have you seen the pixel dog society club? What do you think about it? I'm like, I have never seen it. I'm not going to look into it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm just focusing on, on a few, right? Like I really like world of women. I really like crypto punks. I like my curio cards. I know really well realms of ether. And I'm saying, I'm not saying go buy them, right? They might be at a horrible time right now. Who knows? But I'm focusing on a few and, and I really know when they are a good time to buy. Um, I'm seeing a lot of NFT worlds as well. The token. I'm really seeing like when it's at a good price to buy, uh, when it's going up and maybe it's not at a good price. So that's the concept. I mean, if you do that, you will basically do several things. You will minimize risk. Why? Because you are playing in a, in an area that you have uh, expertise and that you have more knowledge. It's not unknown territory. It's actually known territory when you master a few collections. Number one, number two, you maximize upside because you're able to buy lower because you know when it's low, when it's a good buying opportunity. And you know, uh, when it starts to get close to the peak based on the past history. So you can sell when it's expensive. So you maximize upside and it's just, you feel less overwhelmed. This is actually a thing. Like you feel less overwhelmed. Why? Because you are not thinking about 100 collections at the same time. You're not even following them closely. You just, you see they exist and it's fine, but you, you are basically like just focused and you feel like it's easy. <laughs> I have seen people 
literally just focus on buying and selling ENS domains, right? So Ethereum name uh, service domains. And they have been doing that very successfully. And, and some people have been focusing on Curio. Some people have been focusing on Crypto Skull. Some people have been focusing on CryptoPunks and, and some people on a, on a lot. I can tell you this, like, if I would have went harder on a few collections rather than several collections, I would have a lot more ETH now. Like I would have a lot more ETH. Like I have done good ETH profit with multiple collections, but I would have done way more if I would have went and bought more of the same ones that I had more conviction on. But I don't regret it because in the beginning, I think that not going very hard on, on a few is better because of the experience and everything. So I think that I, I don't, I don't regret anything I've done. Actually, it's all lessons. And I think I have gone through the process fairly, uh, in order or well, uh, because I, I think diversifying in the beginning can be a good idea to minimize risk and to have knowledge in different, uh, territories. But one, now I know that when I have a high conviction on something, and it makes sense. And I think it's a good decision. I will, I will buy more of the same. So these are things that you learn. Um, so yeah, it's a journey. The most important thing is, is you actually just get involved and, uh, and you start learning and getting exposed and you have that curiosity to say, okay, I'm going to get into this. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, oh, good. It's part of the journey and, and just try to make the best decisions. This is like anything else. Like, it's like anything else. Uh, maybe you're starting in fitness. You don't know anything about fitness, but you just get started. Eventually you learn exactly what's the perfect form for a bicep curl or a chest or chest press or, or all these exercises. Or you, maybe you don't know anything about marketing, but you want to start your business. And eventually you learn exactly how, uh, cost per clicks work, cost per acquisition, funnels, offers, irresistible offers. It's just natural to you and you were not born with it. You, just mastered it over time because you did it every single day. And in NFTs is the same. Like another example, I know some people that they are so focused on a few coins on cryptos. Um, it's just insane. He tells me, man, this is the time to buy. <laughs> He's made so much money with this freaking coin. I'm not going to say the name, but it's, it's a top 100 coin. And he's always seen the same freaking coin. And it's like a random coin. It's not like Solana. It's not like it's, it's just a, uh, a random coin, he knows this coin perfectly. He, he literally tells me, this is the best time to buy for this coin. And it's gonna, and he knows exactly when it goes up, when it goes down. He's seeing it for years, right? So it's just, it's just crazy. Um, anyways, that's basically it. Hope you found this one valuable. Focus on a few things and uh, be the sniper eventually. Be the shotgun to learn. You want to, you don't want to stay there forever though. Um, I'll keep in mind just to wrap up, like, like I'm, I'm giving you like this, um, ideas and this, this perspective, keep in mind, there is no black and white, right? Like, man, you might do very well with tons of different, um, with tons of different collections. You might do extremely well. So there's no black and white here, but just keep in mind that there are limited resources and that is a fact. And if you are the shotgun forever, it's just going to take more energy. It's, it's going to take more of those resources. 
it's going to take more energy, more time and more effort and more money to be the shotgun. Just keep that in mind, right? If you're really good at being the shotgun and you have a lot of resources, then you might do very well. But most people, I think, are better off being the sniper. That's it for this one, guys. Go to CryptoLaunch.com if you found this helpful. If you would like to join a group of like-minded people uh, where great information is shared, a lot of strategies, uh, feedback to get a second, third opinion from different members, uh, people that are thinking long term and uh, which I have seen that all of these things leads to better decisions, better results. So go to CryptoLaunch.com. If you like what you see, schedule a call and I'll see you in the next one. Talk soon. Pura vida.